All information contained in this podcast is general in nature and does not consider your individual circumstances. You should consider the appropriateness of this information with regards to your individual objectives, financial situation and needs. Welcome to Sharing More Than The Sheets, a podcast to help you and your partner make better financial and lifestyle decisions so that you can both focus on the things that you love. I'm your host, Michael Curry, financial planner, green thumb, husband, and just dad. We are going to talk about why people neglect their money. And to me, it's always been a fascinating topic. Uh, Since I became as a financial advisor, I'd meet many different types of people. Um, Some of these people are very successful, some are not. Some have lots of money and some have none. And meeting different types of people that have achieved different things and are going through different struggles in their life, I was also able over the years to look at different trends and to look at people's attitudes and habits and why they do what they do and why they don't do what they do. And one of those things is why do people neglect their money? Now, there are many different reasons. And I just want to start by saying as an advisor, as a financial advisor, when I talk to my clients, when I talk to potential clients and we discuss money, there is never and never, never any judgment as far as where they're at, what decisions they've made, because everybody has made bad decisions, whether it's financial or personal, business, work, relationship, and we can only learn from these experiences. And all of us have things that we obviously look back on now and think, ah, that was a really bad idea. But why do people ignore their money? Now, the first thing that I hear all the time is time. Now, people will say, I don't have time. I don't have time. I just don't have time. And let's be honest. Money is very, very similar to health, to, uh, to you know, to, to, to fitness. And why do most people not go to the gym? Because of time. And when we suddenly relate the two to each other, it then takes me back to my, one of my favorite quotes of all time, which is that it's not a matter of time or being too busy. It's a matter of priorities. And when it comes to money, it's really important to prioritize money and to essentially set time aside, just like going to the gym. If you don't set time aside or put in the effort to go to the gym, to get a gym membership, to put on your shoes in the morning, to put on your gym clothes, to drive to the gym, it's not going to happen. The the gym is not going to come to you. So time is one of the biggest reasons people ignore money, but there are ways to go around that, which is, as I said, making time for it. So it sounds pretty ironic, but making time when you have no time, but essentially setting a block aside to say, no, in this period of time, I'm going to focus on X, Y, and Z. Part of it could be engaging a financial advisor. And because let's be honest, most people don't know what they don't know. And sometimes when someone says they don't have time, that could be because they don't have time to research options or they don't have time to 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 to, to talk to many different people in all these different areas. Whereas having a financial advisor can sometimes solve that issue because you can talk to one person that can give you advice and help you liaise with different professionals in different areas, or they can help you actually work out where you should start. The second thing is luck. And I hear this all the time. Well, I don't actually hear it, but I can see that it's assumed. 
And when I say luck, I mean a lot of people just assume that she'll be right. They just assume if they just leave things, they're going to sort themselves out. And what they're really saying is that they're just hoping that they're going to get lucky. And they're just hoping that they won't get unlucky. And that's obviously one of the worst strategies you can possibly think of. Because when you just wing things in life, yeah, you might get some things right, but you're going to get a lot of things wrong. And when we're talking about money, when we're talking about your family's future, which obviously dwells into relationships and mental health and all these other things, if you don't look after it, leaving things up to luck and just assuming that things are just going to work out is not the most responsible ways to approach money. So if that's your strategy, um, and, and to most people, they they sort of, you know, a lot of these things I'm talking about really do overlap. Um, actually, in, in all honesty, they literally all overlap. But when we're talking about luck and just assuming that things are going to be okay, um, there's there's so much room for things going wrong. And the, and the sad thing is, the sad thing is, I've said this before, but you won't actually know when things go wrong as well. You will a lot of times, but sometimes you just literally won't. Or if you do find out, it's sometimes too late. The third point is procrastination. So, and again, this comes back to time. It comes back to, you know, the, the second point as well that I mentioned. But procrastination, a lot of people expect to get around to it, but they just don't get around to it. Again, like the gym, you know, when it, when it comes to finances and, you know, what I talk to clients about, one of the biggest things people don't get around doing is looking at their super or getting their life insurance organized or reviewed um, or setting up a will. You know, that that's one of those things a lot of people will say, ah, yes, that's been on my to-do list for the last 26 years. So procrastination, you know, putting things off, thinking, yep, I'll get around to that. Yeah, we'll do it next week. Um, we all do it. I do it. I have a to-do list, which I stick to and I focus on, you know, religiously. But there are things on this my to-do list that have been on my to-do list for the last nine months, which when I put it on my to-do list, I did not expect that to be on there for more than a few weeks. So we all procrastinate. But when it comes to, again, your your finances and you're procrastinating, you know, you're essentially neglecting them and thinking, yeah, we'll just sort it out later. You're giving yourself an excuse if, if you're saying it's time. Um, you're hoping you're just going to get lucky if you think things are going to sort themselves out or that they're going to be okay. And one of the easiest ways to get around this as well is just to bite the bullet, make an appointment with a financial planner or set a coffee date with your partner and say, look, we're just going to talk about this. We're just going to sit down. We're going to look at our goals. We're going to talk about what we're doing right now, what we're doing wrong and what we need to do about that. So, just taking that step. And um, there's the, the, there's a gentleman, I can't think of his name at the moment, um, but he, he he said something once and I'll, it's, it's something I'll never forget. But when it comes to making change in your life, the first step is just to make, make the small steps, make a small step and try, but baby steps essentially, because if you look at a task and there's so many ways to approach this task, it's very easy to get you know, to, to feel overwhelmed. And sometimes when we feel overwhelmed, we we literally neglect these points and or we, we neglect even starting the task. And um, the, the example that he, that he gave is if you want to go to the gym or you want to work out, instead of just thinking about that, essentially just first put your, put your runners on and walk to the mailbox and walk back. And the, the next week, put your shoes on and walk not to the mailbox, but walk to the other side of the street and walk back into the house. 
And as you start doing that, you'll you'll suddenly get into the groove and you'll, instead of just walking to the mailbox or to the other side of the road, you'll you'll literally want to start doing laps around your suburb. So, so, so and this is somebody potentially that, you know, as an example, has been wanting to exercise and hasn't. So I, I didn't really explain that properly, but you you probably get my point that it's it's just baby steps. It's just starting the process. So even if it's, yep, let's just organize a 20-minute coffee date and saying, look, we're going to just, for this 20 minutes, we're just going to talk about this one topic just to start the process and to get the ball rolling, to get the juices flowing, and we'll just see how we go from there. And we'll then work out the next step and the next you know, step in the process and go from there instead of just procrastinating and just leaving something for days, months, or years. The fourth thing is feeling uncomfortable. So a lot of people, and this is very normal, feel very uncomfortable when it comes to talking about money. And that could be, that could have something to do with um, feeling embarrassed. Some of it could be um, just growing up in a household where you just didn't talk about money. And and suddenly, so suddenly, and then when you get older, you feel uncomfortable talking about money naturally because it's just something that you're not used to doing, especially your own money or other people's money. And all I can say is that being uncomfortable about something is very normal, but ignoring it is not the solution. Because again, it's, you can't just leave it up to luck and assume everything's going to work out. It's it's okay in life to do things that you're not comfortable with. And it could be going to a specialist to get something checked out medically, if you're not comfortable, but you need to do it. Um, or it could be talking about money, you know, something that just really makes you feel anxious or makes you feel scared um, or stressed, but you just know it needs to happen. It's it's okay. And if you're talking to a financial advisor, if they are a professional, they've heard it all. If you are talking to your partner, you can't just keep ignoring it. You need to discuss it. And if you're talking to even a friend, it's okay because your friend has probably gone through the same issues that you're going through right now, or they're probably going through it at the same time. But don't let that be one of the barriers as to why you don't look at your money and talk about finances. The fifth thing in this sort of Again, it overlaps some of the points I've mentioned already, but feeling overwhelmed. Now, with any task, when there's so many things involved, or when something is very, very, you can say serious, a lot of us get very overwhelmed sometimes, and we think, no, this is just too much, and we just leave it. Some people are very, very, um, you know, uh, you know, notorious for getting overwhelmed and just shutting things down. Um, and most of us have it to some extent. And it's just when, when things just feel too much, we just ignore them sometimes. And that's that could be our human nature as well. Um, but it's important to make sure that this isn't, again, another reason that you ignore your money and finances. And part of that, again, could be talking to your partner, talking to a financial advisor, talking to a professional, someone that can help you work out the processes and that leads me to my last point, which again overlaps with this one, which is not knowing where to start. Um, again, when you feel overwhelmed, when you're uncomfortable about something, you procrastinate, you blame time, you assume that you're just going to leave it up to luck. And essentially, you normally don't know where to start, where to begin, what, what, what to do first. What, should I focus on budgeting? Should I worry about these debts? Should I sort out my super, insurance? Should I look at, talk to a lawyer? Should I talk to an accountant? Should I talk to a property specialist? Should I talk to my husband, to my wife, to my business partner? Where to begin? And 
don't let this be another point again as to where you don't even start the task of worrying about your money. Talking to an advisor helps, talking to a friend, talking to a partner, just starting the process helps. No one ever starts a process at the perfect point. They start somewhere and they eventually lead to where they want to go. And today I just wanted to highlight these points because before I started recording this episode, I sort of sat down and I I just, I did some research. I actually couldn't find much online. So I thought, you know what, I'm just going to leave it up to my experiences. And I just literally wrote down the things that I see all the time. Um, I see half of these points at least once a week, at least, if not three or four times a week. And this is someone that talks to people about money regularly. So I can almost guarantee that you're going to relate to to one of these six points. Um, but again, blaming time, assuming everything's going to be okay, procrastinating, feeling too uncomfortable and doing nothing, feeling overwhelmed and doing nothing, or just not knowing where to begin. If you fall into one of these buckets, take the next step. You know, after this episode, don't just shut it off and think, okay, that was great. Yeah, Michael's, uh, you know, he's got a few points there and let's move back on to, let's move back on to what we were doing. Just think about what's your next step going to be? Is it going to contact an advisor? Um, As I've said this before, but I'm more than happy to have a chat to anyone. Please just visit the website um, and book in a time. And I'm more than happy to, to have a discussion and to work out, you know, where you should begin and what you should maybe should not be focusing on. Another option is talk to a friend, talk to your partner. Um, sometimes there could be issues that, you know, have been there for a while, but you just, you know, you haven't had the time to address it. Take a step, do something. To, because if you do nothing, it's not going to get you anywhere. And as soon as you start focusing on your money, hopefully you'll feel a lot more comfortable with your overall situation and it's going to enable you to focus on the things that you actually love and care about. Thanks for joining us on Sharing More Than The Sheets. Please make sure you subscribe to be updated with future episode releases and feel free to share this episode with any friends or family that you think it might benefit. Please visit us at sharingmorethanthesheets.com.au to submit questions or requests for future podcast topics. These podcasts have been brought to you by Better Financial Planning Australia. To book a 15-minute phone chat, visit betterfinancialplanning.com.au.